You're watching WLWT News 5, leading the way. Good morning. It is Wednesday. This is WLWT News 5 Today's Daily Dose. Kelly Rippin, Colin Mayfield, Fletcher Keel. I really picked an ill time to put a mint in my mouth. That's so okay. we will get started and I might have to defer to you guys right out the gate. We're talking about speeding in school zones and why you should not do why it you for not do it. so many reasons. Yeah. yeah, we've been talking about this for a little bit. Um, Meredith Stutz was in Hamilton uh, Township, and besides all the other reasons not to speed in the school zone, if you do it in Hamilton Township, they might blast you on social media for it. So a, that's a good deterrent, I think. And they're not calling people out by name, but right. they are posting them. And it sounds like they've had the right response to it with people actually slowing down. They have, yeah. I mean, you know, you don't want to get shamed on Twitter for anything, but especially speeding through a school zone where, uh, you know, somebody could get killed or even hurt. So, um, yeah, they're... They're ramping up the fines, um, and in some cases, he, and you know, the, um, one of the officers talking about education. They want to educate first, and then bring on the enforcement, which I think is, is so crucial and it's so nice to hear because sometimes you think, you know, enforcement sometimes can be really heavy on you, you know, depending mm -hmm. on if, if you knew about it or, or what's going on. So it's nice that they are talking about the education part of it first before enforcing some of this stuff. Although they are um, watching the public, so uh, yeah, be aware, slow down, um, and and these, you know, school zones. You have to be on the lookout. They're hard to miss when you're obviously watching. <laughs> yes. So if you miss them, obviously you're the one that's distracted. So uh, just be aware. Um, you know, we want our kids and you know our parents. We, I see parents all the time walking with kids as well, just to make sure they're all safe. Um, and I, I can't tell you how many countless um, roadways we cross, yep. taking our kids and picking them up from school. So yeah, it is something just to make note of and um, to be aware. And, and I will say, it's it's not. I don't think it, anyone ever speeds in a school zone and just is doing it purposely, no, recklessly. Yeah. It's really easy, especially if you're someone who's used to driving in the summer or driving inside of school hours when they're not necessarily going yeah. to and from the parking lot to kind of take for granted that it's a school zone because the difference could be what 25 30 miles an hour sometimes where if it's on a 50 mile an hour road and then during these twice a day hours at some point it drops down to 30 or 25, 25 it's, yeah. it's a little hard to get in, yeah, get into that habit a little bit it is but also it's like you, you know it's there we, right, we you know it. it's the hard flashing to lights and, usually help and the ones that they've posted are the egregious ones right. people going 65 in mm -hmm. a 25 um you know, and they said if you're a mile or two above, they're probably going to work with you. Right. Like they they might still stop you and say, "Hey, it's school zone time. Like, stop mm -hmm. it." But the ones that they've been posting are the people who are really like just blowing it out of the water. And you know, that's that's so important. I also said if you're there. driving 19 miles over the speed limit rather than six miles over the speed limit, I mean, the crash is going to be totally different. Right. The impact, yeah. everything. So, and then the person that you hit, obviously, it, it's going to be totally different. Also, so yeah, there you have it. Right, so that's the that's the first thing for today. It was just interesting to check back in with them. So yes. uh, we they had said, talked about this about a week ago. They've written two dozen tickets and are seeing the speeds and the come number down. of tickets they have to write come down. So that's yeah. a, it's all net positive. Even if you're not going to be shamed, pay attention. That's right. Um, serious situation over at UC. This started to unfold yesterday afternoon. We got reports that there was a huge fight going on on Calhoun Street. This was after Hughes High School let out but near UC's campus, so they were kind of trying to figure out who was involved here. Um, upon getting there, learning a little bit more that this is something that has started to become a problem for businesses up there. One of the um, convenience stores has signs posted saying no Hughes High School students. Um, so obviously they're dealing with some stuff up there, but three people at the end were handcuffed. Don't know if everybody was arrested at the end and booked or if this was just a situation where they needed to detain people to get control of what was going on. But um, you know, it's a serious situation. 
You've got a ton of people in that area, a lot of people walking because it's a college campus, and then you've got the huge Hughes High School kids getting out of school, and you want them all to be safe as well. Um, but it's definitely something that has caught the interest of a lot of people, and especially the businesses in that area. Yeah, you know, and they're kind of, from their perspective, they're, they're saying people are scared to, to get, uh, to come up there, obviously to do business, um, to find those services, um, just because of, they don't want to be caught in some of that. And obviously, this, you know, is an ongoing issue. We talked about other reports of Clifton after FloraFest over this weekend. Mm -hmm. So I think there's a whole review probably going to be coming at some point about what, what can be done and how things can be addressed. Let's not forget, this is ahead of a huge football weekend. Uh, even though UC is not at home, Clifton has made some, um, some, some different changes to uh, how they celebrate kickoff and all that stuff. So it's still going to be wild and fun. And they want you to have fun, right. but they want you to do it respectfully and of course thinking about others as well not just as yourself right there are a lot of people that want to have fun now you're not the only one so um that <laughs> would be interesting might think you are but. right <laughs> especially if you've had too many adult beverages um i'm going to jump to the browning sorry again this mint situation yes the browning dui and then we'll go back to the cat because i think the cat's a more fun yes story it's a bit of a harder to, turn yeah yes. a hard turn um we did get video of reds pitcher tom browning arrested for a DUI, I believe early Sunday. I can't remember what uh, the specific time frame from, but we're getting a little bit more information and seeing video of the arrest. And, you know, it's a scary situation. We were kind of talking off air about it. It's, he was up in Hamilton. He lives down in Northern Kentucky. Um, he ended up in Georgetown, Ohio. Didn't seem to quite know why he was in Georgetown. Um, was well over the legal limit. Admitted to officers, said, I had a few drinks. And then at one point said, yes, I, I am drunk. But like his truck went into a house. So it, it was, you know, the one it's officer expensive. commented at one point and said, I can't believe he made it this far from where he was. So um, it's scary. You know, you, you, we're all out on the roads at different times for whatever reason, if you're right. working or if you're coming home from a job or whatnot. But um, yeah, it was definitely scary to see that video. Um, yeah. I'm sure, you know, at this point, he's very well aware of the mistakes that were made. But um, you, you hate to think that anybody is out on the road with you at that at any hour under yeah. the influence like that. Well, and we said it, you know, somebody could have been seriously injured or uh, could have died from that. So uh, something to uh, we'll update something that will be reported on throughout the uh, throughout the week uh, as an update comes from that. In other news, we also are talking about including UC's excitement. Um, it's going to be fun, I think, to watch Bearcats take on Arkansas. It's I think one of the only on their schedule correct me if I'm wrong, the only ranked game that UC has. As of now. As yes. of now. Uh, there's a scenario where if they play Houston in the AAC title game, Houston might be ranked as well. Yeah, uh, but that could we're be also assuming UC will have to run through the schedule like they did last stay year. Ranked, stay yeah. ranked. Stay uh, ranked. Yeah, this is kind of the, the Notre Dame of what Notre Dame was last year. This is kind of that game for UC this year, and yeah. it's to kick off the season. Arkansas has been sneaky, too, over the they past couple sneaky. of years. The They're, past couple seasons, all of a sudden they come team. through and beat a, a, a big SEC team, and then it's kind of like, oh, okay, yes. they're back on the radar. Sam Pittman's building something special down there, and there's a huge buildup to the game in Athens between them and Georgia, and yep. then that's kind of when people knew how good Georgia was going to be was when they beat them like 42 to nothing or whatever the case yeah. was. But, yeah, Arkansas will be – um, a good test, and it's one of those games where you kind of wish you could see last year's team play Arkansas right, yeah. because this year's team out of the gate is going to be missing so many pieces. We're not quite, we don't even know who the quarterback is. Luke Fickle said yesterday that yeah. he knows, but not making that announcement, trying to uh, have a little gamesmanship. So could be a struggle. Um, who knows? I yeah. mean, it, we'll see. It could be a toss up, but it could be their only real chance to continue to have that conversation right. about a football playoff, although it would be a huge long shot 
throughout the year, just based on what their schedule, their schedule and the yeah. RPI strength that they have. So it's interesting too. It's the first game out the gate, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's always yeah. tough too, because everyone's kind of getting their bearings. Kind of this is the first real test for everybody to get settled. You've got nerves going into it too. Mm -hmm. So um, it is tough that it's their first game of the season. But as Colin mentioned, lots of fun things happening over in Clifton. If you're planning on being there, they're going to create a very fun atmosphere uh, for you to be down there and enjoy. And kind of just to tease ahead to the web because I think it's worth checking out. Um, the very adorable cat that was rescued by the Rumpke yes. truck driver. Um, we do appreciate that Rumpke sends these, but they found this precious tiny little kitten. Um, I think they said under a porta potty or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, discovered um, a landfill. I, yeah, mm -hmm. and I call it a porta potty. I know people call it different things. Um, <laughs> so I apologize if that's not your proper term for a toilet that is portable. portable. Toilet, yeah. <laughs> um, a potty that is portable. But yeah, it was really, really cute video. And somebody from Rumkey has already said that they're going to step up and yeah. take this kitten home. I yep. don't blame them. It is adorable. Coco yeah. is her name. Coco. And we've got the, like you were saying, the video of uh, Coco being bottle fed, which always gets to my heartstrings uh, over on our website. Oh, really? That's the thing that yeah. Well, one of the many. Oh, one of, one of the many. <laughs> Colin's news, like, you do have a You flash. do? We found it. Um, and then also over on WLWT, you can see the list of the players who were cut for the Bengals. It's mm -hmm. always tough. Zach Taylor kind of alluding to that. It's, yeah. yeah, that's never fun. No, I mean, these guys have worked and worked yes. and worked to get to this point, and I'm sure many of them will find roster spots. Others will find practice spots, but still, that's hard and something tough to take. So uh, we'll see where those guys fall. Let's go over to Randy. Clear and comfortable as we get this day started. 54 right now in Hamilton. Plenty of spots. Upper 50s for the early morning drive. A lot of sunshine on tap today. The humidity is low and our high temperatures only make it into the low 80s. So kind of a fall sneak preview for you this morning. By the weekend, though, summer weather is back for the long holiday weekend. It will be warm near eight near 90 degrees each day with higher humidity and the chance for evening downpours. All right, so yes, uh, Bengals uh, season coming up pretty soon, about a week or so. Week and a half, week yeah. And a half. A week, so, yeah, a week from this coming Sunday, September 11th. Not too long to wait. So this, um, somebody pointed out on Twitter, this is the last week without Bengals football for quite some time. Yep. So there you have it. You know the Bengals have a good team because the most interesting camp battle was the punter position. So you know right? they, should be, they should be set. That's, <laughs> that's not a bad problem to have. Yeah. I think that's a good thing. So we will, uh, we will wait and see as for the rest of the day. Enjoy the beautiful weather. Supposed to be gorgeous outside. Embrace it and uh, enjoy ahead of what will eventually be a steamy again weekend, and we will see you on Thursday.